Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. I'm Sasha Coca, and this is the California Report magazine. Here on our show, we love to bring you the stories of musicians and artists who contribute to the California sound. I get joy when I think about what is Next week, public radio stations around the country will be celebrating Public Radio Music Day. It's all about discovering the sound of local communities. So today, we're going to take you on a musical quest to discover the roots of the African music scene in the Bay Area. So Africans, we went crazy. And at that moment, I was like, this is what I want to do, and I want to do it the African style. Our intern, Jessica Carissa, is Ugandan-American, and she spent years listening to and writing about African pop music. When she moved to California earlier this year, she wasn't sure what she'd find in terms of an African music scene. She says as a Black woman living in San Jose and working in San Francisco, she doesn't see a lot of people who even look like her on a daily basis. Of course, gentrification and the rising cost of living have pushed many Black communities out of cities in the Bay Area and beyond. But after doing some digging, Jessica has discovered an African music scene that's thriving. And her journey begins with a tip from a song by a Nigerian pop star. I'm from the East Coast, and before I moved out here to the Bay, if you had asked me what I knew about this place, I'd probably say something about hippies, hills, or hyphy, and of course, Silicon Valley. But I never thought of African music, not until I heard this. That's Fireboy DML's inescapable hit, Peru. 
a quintessential example of the type of African pop music that's in the midst of a huge crossover here in the U.S. Fireboy's song landed a major hip-hop remix from 21 Savage and Blast. And another from global pop star Ed Sheeran. When I moved to the Bay Area in February of 2022, I couldn't get that line about San Francisco out of my head. Turns out, Fireboy DML actually recorded the song in San Francisco for a local indie label. It also turns out that lots of folks are jamming to African music in nightclubs and venues all across the Bay Area. In the few short months I've been here, some of the most exciting stars of Afropop, including Fireboy, Oxlade, DJ Mafariza, and Jules, have passed through here and many more are coming. The name is Martin, but everybody knows my stage name as DJ Slim. Okay. And my, my tagline has always been DJ Slim straight from Africa. Slim happened to be the first DJ I heard at the very first party I went to when I arrived in the Bay a couple months ago. I stumbled upon a regular event called Soundgasm in San Jose. When I walked in, there was Slim, queuing up hit after hit, like Assurance by Davido and Case by Tenny. I found out Slim's been a major player in the African club scene in the Bay for close to two decades. He's one of the best people to talk to to learn about the history of the scene. DJ Slim grew up in Nairobi and moved to the Bay Area in 2001. He moved in with his sister who was already living in Oakland. His sister's boyfriend at the time was a DJ and had a set of turntables in the house. Slim had never considered DJing before, but his love of music inspired him to give it a shot. I would just practice in the house when my sisters at work during the day. At that time, my love was reggae and dancehall, right? That's the time for everyone falls in love. That era, right? Heads high, that's all you heard the whole time. It wasn't hard to find the reggae scene in the Bay Area. African music, though, was a challenge to find, especially for someone who is new to town. We were really a niche crowd, niche music. That's what right. we were, right? You could only listen to Makosa, Sukusa, Lingala. You'd never see a flyer, but it was a word of mouth, like, yeah. oh, this is where to find this music. The first time Slim heard someone playing African music in the Bay Area, it came from an unexpected source. There was another venue in Buckley called Shattuck Downloan. Each and every second Saturday, they would have this international theme. It's hip-hop, it's Caribbean music. But there was this DJ, a white guy, his name is DJ Fuse. DJ Fuse used to be Tupac's DJ, Tupac Shakur, and Digital Underground. Still clam when the underground, when we come around. But DJ Fuse had gone on tour to Paris, mm. France. Mm. And when he was there, He's a curious guy, so he's like, oh, what music is this they're listening to? So he collected Premier Go. That's the 1999 Pan-African hit by Ivorian group Magic System. So he played it while we were there at the club. So I ran to the DJ booth and I'm like, 
like, how does this guy know this music? There's no YouTube, there's nothing, right? And then after uh, Gawo, he put Carolina, and then he put like three more. So Africans, we went crazy. Mm. And at that moment, I was like, this is what I want to do, and I want to do it the African style. DJ Slim started off throwing house parties for the Kenyan community, where he would cycle between dance hall, reggae, and a few CDs of African pop music, which he would get from someone who'd recently traveled home. It wasn't the most efficient way to share music, but it worked in bringing together different groups of Africans in the Bay. Nigerians used to hang out with Kenyans a lot here. So one of the gentlemen, called Osagi, used to be a promoter. Osagi came at a Kenyan event and heard me play. And was like, yo, I'm gonna invite you for this Nigerian event. Just come, we'll give you the music. And guess what he gave me? Mm. No one but you, mm. P-Square. He gave me that CD, says play number one and number four. <laughs> I'll never forget. Hey. Oh, yeah, eh, eh, eh. oh yeah, eh, eh, eh. Now I'm in these private African events whereby Kenyans, Nigerians, we all used to hang out together. We still do. You've seen it in the Bay. We, we don't separate. Eager for bigger and more public spaces, African DJs like Slim started pushing promoters to let them play African music in clubs. Slim and another key figure at the time named DJ Burt started one of the first regular events, a monthly night called First Saturdays. So that was all African music from the beginning to the end. So we'd do the sukus and everything. Now Africans had a place to go at a mainstream club. Since meeting Slim, I've attended a few of his events in Oakland. There, I've never felt out of place. Oakland is rich with Black culture, so an African club is not out of the ordinary. But I was still curious about other parts of the Bay where it is harder to find people who look like me. Then I found a place that's been open for over 20 years, and it's all about African music. Isap Baobab can be found in the heart of San Francisco's Mission District. By day, it's a Senegalese restaurant, and by night, it's a sweaty dance floor pumping out the latest African pop. I checked out Bisap Baobab's grand reopening last month. It's a reopening because in 2019, owner Marco Sangor sold the original space to help pay the legal fees of a sudden immigration battle. With help from community members, he was able to stay in the country, but he lost his venue along the way. Now, after a three-year absence, Bisap Baobab is back in business. It's been a really long time that it's been missing, and there's been placeholders, so this is really like the original place that we love, so I'm really happy to be back. I used to come every Wednesday for their salsa nights, and then on Fridays and Saturdays for their Afrobeats. That's Maya from Palo Alto and her friend Jonathan from Ethiopia. They are among a few people I spoke to that night. Nobody felt comfortable sharing their last names due to privacy reasons, but they all spoke openly about how special Bisap Baobab is to them. My current partner I met through acquaintances that I, like it was kind of a Baobab-related meeting. Uh, same for me. Also my partner, I met her here. <laughs> so it has been a very 
important part of my experience here in the Bay Area. I feel like I found a community here and it made this place much more, much better for me. Inside, the space is awash with shades of orange, red, yellow, and blue, murals, and eclectic art. It doesn't all go together, but it feels like that's the point. It's immediately warm and inviting. At 11 p.m., the dance floor is full of people letting loose. The DJ spins a blend of Latin American, Caribbean, but mostly African music. The vibe is energetically joyful. I'm really enjoying the music and the vibes. I love the African art everywhere. It's like, it's making me feel like hope. That's Ineza. She's from Rwanda, and she tells me this is her first time at Baobab. I think it's shocking that this is in San Francisco. You know, I feel like I've been transported to like a metropolitan African city. She tells me it's shocking because of the lack of black visibility in the city. Chris, a native San Franciscan, feels the same way. Community-wise, uh, Baobab is one of those centers where it's just together, togetherness, should I say. Last hope for the black people around this community, pretty much. When I first set out looking for African music in the Bay, I didn't expect to find much of a community, let alone one that's resilient and in many ways thriving. It's a helpful reminder that there's often much more than meets the eye. And when in doubt, to follow the music. For The California Report, I'm Jessica Carissa. Jessica first produced a version of that story for Afropop Close Up, a podcast dedicated to music from Africa and the African diaspora. Keep the music going with this next story. And on the Art LeBeau Connection tonight, we have a special song. It comes from husband Thomas Villarreal over at Delano, California, listening. I don't know about you, but my social media feeds have been blowing up with sad tributes to a guy whose velvet voice was the soundtrack to a lot of California childhoods and a lot of romances. Art LeBeau, the California DJ on the air for almost 80 years, died this month. He was 97. Okay, this is a special song here. And uh, your husband Thomas says this, it's an honor and a privilege to have you as my wife. I love you. And here's the song that Thomas picked for you, Nancy. It's called Together. And it's by one of our favorite artists, Tierra. I never really knew who Art LeBeau was or what he meant to so many Californians until I moved to Fresno and I started dating my partner who hung out with lowriders and who grew up on Art LeBeau's music. We would drive on country roads lined with orange groves and we'd tune in to LeBeau's Sunday radio show where people from all over the state would send in lovey-dovey dedications to each other. 
Well, I never got to make an on-air dedication, but one of my bucket list items as a journalist was to get to interview Art LeBeau. And I did at his studio in Palm Springs. Today, we remember Art LeBeau with this profile from 2019, starting with his signature on-air kiss. Let me give you the big one. Here's the big one. He's been on the air since 1943, and he was one of the first DJs to play rock and roll on the West Coast. He trademarked the term oldies but goodies. All right, here we go. Earth Angel going out to Lydia from Mr. Rubin. I love you so much. Here's some kisses. And you're my Earth Angel. I'm just a fool. in love with you. Ah, yeah. Smooth operator. We're in the love zone. Welcome to the love zone. The love zone is a tiny studio in Palm Springs where I'm watching him broadcast. Sound meters flicker and phone lines light up as callers vie to get in the queue to make a dedication. At 93, Art still pumps out an oldies show six days a week, nonstop from 7 p.m. to midnight. After three quarters of a century on the air, he's still as smooth as ever. Hey, let me tell you something. There's a lot of smooth operators in this part of our program. <laughs> and a lot of love in the air, that's for sure. Arts spent his career here in California, broadcasting from San Francisco in the 1940s and from Los Angeles for many decades afterwards. Santa Monica, Boss Radio for Southern California. I'll be back right after the big story with the Art LeBeau K-Day Parade of Stars. But These days, tens of thousands today. of listeners stream his show online or tune in on more than a dozen radio stations across California. He gets thousands of letters from listeners in prison. Many of those calling in are the partners and lovers of people who are incarcerated. Hi, you got the Art LeBeau connection. That's me. Who is this? Rosie Morales from somewhere. Rosie calls in every single night with a message to her husband, Scrappy. He's serving a life sentence without parole in Kern Valley State Prison in Delano. For the next year and a half, he's in solitary confinement and can't talk to her on the phone. Say something to him. Papi, I got your mail. I love you so much. You're my best friend. My everything. I only have eyes for you. I'll meet you in my dreams and my pops. Love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. That was beautiful. And well, Scrappy sends in dedications, too. Sometimes he dedicates the same song back to his wife. Well, here's one. Let's, let's add this one in. A really great song called Fire and Desire by Rick James and Tina Marie. To my wife, Rosie Morales, from your husband, Scrappy says, thank you for always loving me. You're my everything. I love you. And here's some kisses. And here's fire and desire. Wow. It's really good to see you again. Yes, that fire and desire, that's one of our special songs because my husband sings it to me all the time. I desire his love, and he's a fire to my life. I always say, when you love someone, you don't give up on that love. What I love about Art LeBeau is just that he's able to communicate to our loved ones when we're not able to physically or on the phone. He's there for us when we can't be there for them. He brings that spark into relationships. 
he's just an amazing DJ. Like I, I would listen to him until my last breath. They're there every night, man and wife, doing it to each other. You know, dedications. It's just kind of like, you know, a conjugal but not conjugal. <laughs> they get the smooch from your lips. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I kiss a lot on the air. <laughs> I've met a, some nice girls that way. They call in and want to know what time I got off the air and stuff like that, you know. I thought, this isn't such a bad business. Because <laughs> I was little and scrawny, wasn't the big he-man that women go for in chi school. <laughs> Did you ever meet your sweethearts lots through these them. dedications? Lots of them. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not married at present. But wives are still friendly. That's good. I think that's a big thing. I'm single. I pay no alimony. Before Art LeBeau fell in love with his wives or with love songs, he fell in love with radio. And uh, I was hooked on radio since I was eight. Eight years old. And there were no television or anything. And my sister sent us a radio always this box came and uh, it talked as a teenager art moved from salt lake city to los angeles to live with his older sister and he started a ham radio station in his bedroom closet you could hear it for about 10 blocks from my house but it wasn't just his neighbors listening one day two federal agents came to talk to him about his illegal broadcasting tower Yes, if you shut it down right away, we're going to drive by here tomorrow. If your antenna's down, why then, you know, we're not going to press any charges. Because they got a big kick out of the fact that there was this dumb kid, you know, not so dumb, but at that age, doing this music on the radio. When Art turned 18, he walked into radio station KSAN in San Francisco and asked for a job. He had a radio operator's license, but no experience. And a last name the station manager thought sounded too ethnic for the airwaves in 1943. So Art Ignoyan, the son of Armenian immigrants, took the name of the station's receptionist, and he became Art LeBeau. But his music and his fans have never been whitewashed. He's beloved by African-American and Latinx listeners across the West. Hot rods and low riders booming his tunes from their tricked-out cars. He built his fan base in the 1950s and 60s when he did something considered radical back then, bringing people together for public rock and roll dance parties that were racially integrated and open to all ages. They were held in El Monte, a suburb of Los Angeles. Well, those of you from Southern California will never forget the song I'm going to play next. Frank Zappa wrote a song called Memories of El Monte with one of the members of his crew, Ray Collins. They're both gone now, but I hope they're smiling wherever they are. And we're going to play that song that Mom will remember and Dad will remember and, uh, and Uncle Luis will remember. It's called Memories of El Monte. I'm all alone Feeling so blue Thinking about you And the love we once knew And each time I do It brings back those memories Of El Monte 
Art LeBeau produced several landmark albums out of those concerts, celebrating the way music brought multiracial audiences together. And I, I'm happy that it's everybody. If you come to one of our concerts, you'll see a mixture, a complete mixture of what we have in L.A. Art's still doing live shows with bands, wearing a bedazzled tracksuit and a sparkly bowler hat. That's on top of broadcasting six nights a week. This tiny 93-year-old with a big heart hasn't gotten tired of playing matchmaker every night. I'm going to play you that old-timer you're looking for, and I'm going to play the one by the Skyliners, which happens to be my favorite song. We're also going to send this one out to husband Christian Hernandez at Tehachapi from Joanna Ayala. And uh, Joanna sends you lots of kisses, Christian. Plays this song by the Skyliners, Since I Don't Have You. Since I don't have you, I don't have But what is it about love songs, you know, with the lyrics like that, that's that speak to you. I mean, you spend hours and hours every day playing these songs that are about the heart, that are about love. Well, love is a powerful, powerful medicine. And whether you're falling in love or out of love, you know, so we, we put our stamp on it. People pick the music on the Art LeBeau connection. And you get to get a peek into their lives too because you're hearing them Make a dedication, make a love song to somebody. It's like an on-air Valentine. And also a dedication to you, Mom Proxy, from your son Chai and the boys, George, Mike, Hapo, Lep, Vince, Running Bear, and Hawaiian. It says, Mom, you have a heart of gold. You got so much to love and love in you that your love could light up a small country. Close your eyes now. Think back to the good old days of early rock and roll. Sincerely, by the Moon Glows. Sincerely, oh yes, sincerely, I love Art LeBeau says he knows people his age always say this kind of thing, but he is nostalgic for the old days. A time when people used to have a little more kindness for each other. People are people, you know, and they still have the same basic wants. And everyone is capable of love and affection. And if they could just have more of it for each other. LeBeau, disc jockey of love, in a profile we first brought you in 2019. He died this month in Palm Springs at the age of 97.
that's the California Report magazine for this week. We're a production of KQED Public Radio in San Francisco. Our senior editor is Victoria Mauleon. Susie Bracho is our director. And Brendan Willard is our sound engineer. We had additional engineering this week from Seal Muller. Jessica Carissa is our intern and resident music head. Don't forget, Public Radio Music Day is coming up October 26th. I'm Sasha Coca. This is the California Report magazine. Your state, your stories. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Thanks.